Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. It's like when someone says, you know, in a situation like, I believe in you, you can do this. They're not sure. Otherwise, they wouldn't be saying, I believe in you, you can do this. You can't help but operate with an assumption. But when you project into your beliefs, that's where you screw up. Hi there, it's Joseph Shapiro, and thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of my new podcast, Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. We're going to cover a lot of different topics in these podcasts, but they're all going to circle around one theme, you becoming more awesome in everything you do. This episode, we explode a question. Should you believe in your people? Does seeing the best in people make you a good manager, a good person? What about seeing the reality? What about also seeing the worst in people? Join us for some live coaching already in progress for the deconstruction of belief and learn how believing in people can get you into trouble. This is a segment from one of our recent leader webcasts, and I know you'll enjoy it. Here we go. We had to fire somebody yesterday, and it's been, this was a very big, took about, well, took a lot out of it, took the wind out of our sails. Mm. Somebody we all really loved, but he was being dishonest and he got he had to get let go. And oh man, it's exhausting. Anyway, that's more mostly has me pre- preoccupied. I'm not really trying. I think solving it. The only thing that I'm trying to solve is just making sure I get a little bit more of a buffer. So I mean, I don't want to stop being believing, in, trusting, and believing in people, but I also need to make sure that I'm not taking myself down in the process. Which this last one was it was pretty hard. So just kind of thinking about that. Let me talk for a couple of minutes about this idea of believing in people. Okay. Yeah. Belief is a really interesting concept. Um, I've talked about this before, but it's of all the things I talk about, the deconstruction of belief <laughs> seems to be one of those things that people have the most difficulty taking in. What is a belief? Let's start with that. What actually is a belief? It's an assumption. It's an assumption. Yeah. It's something you do not know to be true, nor have you experienced by definition. Do you believe this is an iPhone? Yes. I know it's an iPhone. You know it's an iPhone. You do not believe that it's an iPhone. Now, can you be sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is actually an iPhone? No, you can't. It could be a fake thing that I'm trying to fool you. right? So you can't be absolutely sure. But for all purposes, you know this is an iPhone. You're going to operate as if this is an iPhone. That's really what the the proof is in that pudding. You're going to... you know, When you crack an egg open, you you don't think there's a possibility that a bird's going to fly out when you crack it. Right, you don't. You're operating from a knowing there, even though you can't be absolutely sure that there's a yolk and a white in that egg. You know what's inside it, operationally speaking. See what I mean? But we use this term belief all the time 
to mean something different than something I'm not sure to be true. When people say they'll use believe and know and trust and assume interchangeably. So the example I gave in a webcast, I don't know, like a month ago, was I said, has anybody ever been to New London style pizza in Concord, Massachusetts? It's an outstanding pizza place. If you ever had the chance to go, it's the town I grew up in. I still remember their phone number. I used to eat there twice a week, three times a week. Great pizza. Now, right now, you have a choice. You're either believing me that it's great pizza or you're not. But the point of that belief is not to hold on to the belief and operate according to the belief. The idea is you have a belief and then you can go experience that belief, right? I don't want you to go your whole life believing that New London style pizza is some of the best pizza on the East Coast. I want you to go experience that. That's the point of belief. It's a placeholder for experience. Remember scientific method that we learned in ridiculous context, you know, melting mothballs and stuff in eighth and ninth grade? You know, the hypothesis, that's the first step of the scientific method. That's a belief. Hypothesis that when we mix X and Y, it'll produce Z. That's our hypothesis. And then you do an experiment. And then you find out whether the hypothesis is true or not. You're testing a belief. And then you do it a bunch of times to make sure it happens again and again. And scientific method says, well, if it happens again and again and again, it's not a belief anymore. It's truth. So when you believe in someone, when we say, I believe in someone, what's really going on there? What's going on when you say, I believe in someone? Do you have the experience that the person is capable of doing what you want them to be able to do? Are you believing in that experience? Are you testing that belief? Because if you have the experience that the person can do what you want them to do, you don't have to believe in them. You see, Joseph Campbell, great writer, anthropologist, teacher, who was talking about the religious experience. And uh, he said to Bill Moyers, I don't need belief, I have experience. And talking about spirituality. I don't need belief, I have experience. People only need belief when they don't have experience. So when you say, I believe in this person, the more strongly you say you believe in them, the more you say you haven't experienced what it is you're believing in them. Because what you're not saying is this person has demonstrated X abilities for years. I trust those will show up. I can count on them. I believe in them has a different connotation to it. It means something has not been expressed and you're having to, you have to believe, right? There's a pebble in my right hand. You have to believe that because you don't experience it or disbelieve it. Yet people say all the time, you'd be talking to someone and say, well, I believe that everyone really has good intentions. What they just said is they have no fucking idea. (laughs) Right? Anytime someone says, I believe dot, 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 it's really weird because they say it from this place of like as if they've experienced it. Well, I've been doing X for 30 years and I believe that blah, 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 blah. 
Why are they using the word believe there? It's because they're not sure. Then why do they say it in a way that makes it sound like they're sure? It's very confusing to me. Well, to be fair, the definition is uh, a state or habit of mind in which confidence is placed in some person or thing. So the definition gives it that you have confidence. Based in what, though? It's not based in knowledge. I mean, it could be. It could be you have faith past experiences that, that, you know, in the same situation they did A, B, and C. So in this situation, they should, you'd have confidence that they're going to do the same thing. I get what you're saying, but it's, it's just like, it, it, you have to listen more to the, the, the tones of it and the energy than the words. Yeah. It's like when someone says, you know, in a situation like, I believe in you, you can do this. They're not sure. Otherwise, they wouldn't be saying, I believe in you, you can do this. That's See? more, they're trying to build confidence in you or, or, or light a fire under you. Exactly. So whenever I hear the word believe, there's a, there's a, a, a wanting something to be true that isn't necessarily true, that the person doesn't know. And there's no problem with that. There's just a problem when people think that that's okay. Or let me say it a different way. There's a problem when people are not aware of what they don't know. You know, it's like because you you can go pe- people go many months and years. It's a it's a magical thinking thing that exists in a lot of conditioning. Very popular in New Age circles, for example. The the idea like if you believe it, it will become true. If you set your intention on something, it will happen. Now there's some truth to that. Intention has power, but it's not absolute. You know, like reframing. Who has a good example for reframing? A powerful reframe you made for yourself recently? I think I had one yesterday. What was that? I noticed my reaction I was having to friends of mine who were taking the time to train and compete in the Ironman. And they pissed me off because uh, I can't take that time for myself. Mm -hmm. But when I realized my reaction isn't that they're not spending time with their families like they should. It's that my proclivity is to not take time for myself, time that my family has already agreed to give me, I get pissed at them. So I had to reframe and go, oh, this is way more about me. This is, this is because I'm pissed at myself for not being able to take the time out for myself. And now I, I, should, I should probably apologize to those guys who don't even know that every time I saw a picture of them training, I was pissed at them. That'd be a cool thing to do, just to stand up to the, the, the shadow in you that was projecting onto them. Yeah. That's a, it's a good example where you can clean up things with people that, where there's really no reason to clean it. You didn't say anything to them or do anything, but just to name it, that can bring you closer to people. It'd be a cool thing to do. And, and you gain ground on the shadow aspect of yourself in, in so doing. So it's a great example of a reframe where you changed your way of looking at something and gave yourself a different experience. That's true. That happens, right? Change the way you think, change your experience. That truth then gets used to say, well, if you just think positively about your money situation, more money will come. That's different. (laughs) 
it can be the same if you've got like distorted relationships to money going on, then it will work. But it's not just like, you know, sit in the corner of your bedroom and pray to get more money. It's not the same. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't work. I'm just saying it's not as reliable as like hard work planning and other things. (laughs) Because it's hard to know what actually works and what doesn't work. But all what I'm saying is throughout the history of, of human beings, belief has been given way more power than it actually has. And I realize I, I, I must tread lightly in this area because you can't talk about the nature of belief without talking about religion and spirituality. But I, I dare anyone to challenge me on this presupposition. The founders of every world religion didn't teach belief. They taught experience. Jesus, Muhammad, Moses, Abraham. These people didn't believe in God. They experienced it. Only later on, when their religions were organized, was belief talked about and sold. The issue is, Belief as a means to experience or belief as a means to believe is faith, whatever the religion is, a surrender and a trust on the way to experience, or does it become its own false god? In other words, faith can be a openness to experiencing something that is difficult to experience or unusual to experience, or it can be an emotional relationship to belief. Have you ever met someone who believed something religious or otherwise? They believed in something so strongly that wasn't true that it affected their ongoing constant emotional state? Yes, of course you have. This is delusion. It's the essence of fundamentalism. And an Islamic terrorist who kills himself in a suicide attack believes so strongly that they're going to wake up and be greeted by 72 virgins that they're able to do that. That's the power of belief. Is it true? Well, there's no way of knowing. But one thing we do know is that Muslim terrorists doesn't know whether it's true or not because they don't know either. It's just a belief. So are they killing in the name of truth, of an experience, or are they killing in the name of a belief that they don't know is true or not? If you challenge a terrorist like that, of course they would tell you that they're sure it's true. And they would say, I believe that when I die, there'll be 72 virgins when I wake up. But when they say belief like that, they don't mean belief. They mean they know it, even though they don't. You see how confusing that is? And I want to say, don't believe in your people. Don't believe in them. (laughs) Why would you do that? Don't believe in them. (laughs) What's actually your experience of them? Well, you have to be able to compress it because honestly, you know, you hire people, you need to have some projection of belief because there's some basis of that. And hopefully you have good good, some good filters. But I think my my challenge and based, you know based on what you're saying, Joseph, too, is that I will continue to believe in in them when I'm given evidence to the contrary. And 
not willing to see it. And that's very much what you're, what you're also, you know, to me that translates into all the different areas you were just speaking of. And you know how I know you do that? No. How do I, how do I do that? <laughs> because of the way you said the word believe. Really? That's did where I, did I got I get it. stars in my eyes when I said it? No, it's just a sound. When someone says, I believe, I'm exaggerating a little bit, when there's like an emotion behind it, but I believe blah, blah, blah. I feel a contraction in my being that says mm. this person's not in reality. Mm. And that's no, it's what very, I'm... Very, it's, 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 you're, you're on it. It's, it's definitely true. So, so <laughs> I, that whole thing about belief, I'm trying to teach all of you guys this because people say to you all the time, they talk about what they believe. And if you can just... It's not magic what I do. It's just paying attention. When someone uses the word believe in that way, they're telling you what they don't know and are afraid to look at. And you can gain a huge amount of information going through the world if you listen this way. However, the price you pay is you have to look at your own beliefs. You guys notice I never use the word believe? (laughs) There's a reason for that. I don't believe in beliefs. Well, you don't believe in luck either, do you? I don't believe. See, when you say you don't believe, I just want to say that's right. I don't. It's. It's. I can't even answer that question. You don't believe in luck. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what. It I don't get what belief is. To me, it doesn't make any sense. Either you're testing it out. Wasn't and, a trick question. I, I know. I'm just trying to tell you how confusing that is for me. I'd say I don't subscribe to luck. To me, subscribe is a better word than to believe. Subscribe is like, subscribe says, well, I've had a certain kind of experience that has led me to operate with this assumption. It's really different, which is really what a belief is. But when people use belief, a lot of times it has this extra emotional layer where there's like two components of a belief. There's what their experience has told them. And then there's what they really, really, really want to be true. And the first part, there's no problem with. It's the emotional distortion of, but I really, 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 really want this to be true. And if it wasn't true, I'll be really upset. That's the part that screws you up because that's a grip. And if you grip the belief, then you're not testing it. That's the essence of it. If you have an emotional grip on the belief, you can't test it anymore. Just like when... uh, you know, when, when pharmaceutical companies, um, you know, uh, test their own products, you know, you can't trust the data. They're, they're not actually independently testing the effectiveness of the drug because they, they believe so strongly that it will work. We see this all the time, what kind of data that skews. Tiffany, is he right in that? Did you, did you see evidence? that this person was going to get fired uh, way earlier than you acted on it? Not evidence, but I had, I gave this person who was basically on probation um, with the law another chance. And so I had, I had information and so, but and as soon as I found it, I was on, on high alert and I did do something about it. I, I compressed that, but I can, I can see exactly what you're talking about. And it's not easy. It's not, a, it's really hard to think about because it, it, goes into a lot of dark corners in my mm-hmm. world that's for sure. Yeah. So but I think that I'm think I'm trying to 
put this back into some context as far as employee employer. And I think part of it is setting up expectations. I think part of it is communication to an employee that right now you're getting a job because I have an experience from your resume, et cetera, talking to you that you're going to be a certain way. And we expect that to be the case. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to have to use evidence to, you know, follow up with that. But I think, I think that that is an employee employee relationship is, is easier than other relationships, but it still has to be, you know, you do end up doing a fair amount of projecting because you need, oftentimes out of me, you're like, I need this person to be this way. So I'm going to, just, yeah. You know. Oh, that was really well said, Tiffany. I need this person to be this way. <laughs> so I'm going to believe. That's yeah. really, really what you just said, the word projection. I don't, uh, that, that, that really helps here because that's really the problem with belief. Again, you, you can't help but like what Scott said in the beginning, it's a kind of assumption. You can't help but operate with an assumption. But when you project into your beliefs, that's where you screw up. When the belief is not a placeholder for experience is when you're projecting, when you need it to be true, when you want it to be true, and then you start distorting reality. That's why all beliefs must be related to as I'm testing this out. I'm testing this out. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Be sure to visit clearandopen.com for the latest tools, articles, and free resources to help you on your journey. Thanks for listening and bye for now.